Hello, I'm Mark Foden. Welcome to The Clock and the Cat, a podcast of conversations about clocks and cats, obviously, but crucially about complexity. The Clock and the Cat explores the emerging science of complexity, ultimately to help you generate better ideas and make better decisions, whatever you're involved with. First about me and why I'm doing this. I've worked in change management, mostly to do with technology and mostly in UK government for most of my career, mentoring, facilitating, communicating, that kind of thing. And in that time, I've become captured by the ideas of complexity. The lack of awareness of complexity and the mismanagement of it is the source of the Nile of problems that we face in the world today. There is huge benefit in understanding complexity better. And this podcast is my contribution, one conversation at a time, to promoting that understanding. So let's get on with it. This is episode one, and it isn't actually a conversation. It's me setting the scene and explaining what clocks and cats have got to do with complexity. Most of us use the word complexity to mean something hard, difficult to understand, or really dead complicated. But I hope through this podcast to change the way that you think about and use the word complexity forever. And I'm going to explain a trick for doing that a bit later on. First to say, complexity is a thing. There's a science of it, universities have departments of it, and people have professorships in it. Second thing to say is that I'm not a professor of complexity, so don't just rely on what I have to say. That said, I'm enthusiastic and I've been on about it for years. Complexity is a phenomenon in a system, and the classic example is the flocking of birds, and you'll probably have heard of the murmuration of starlings, and you'll perhaps have seen the video of them doing it, thousands of them zooming around the sky in a great whirling dance. All the birds act independently. There's no bird in charge, there's no senior leadership team, there's no health and safety officer, there's nothing. Yet all seem to swoop around in a coordinated and actually quite amazing way. The swooping is what your complexity professor would call an emergent property of the system. One bird cannot murmur. It's a property of the flock. It's something that emerges from the interaction. Right, here's the crucial idea. The prof would probably also say there's a difference between something that is complicated and something that's complex. With all those words beginning with C, you may have guessed what's coming next. Imagine you'd never seen a clock before. If you were to open up the case, look at the parts, count the teeth, see what's connected to what and do a bit of head scratching, you'd probably be able to work out how the clock might behave. You can't do the same thing with a cat. Now, I'm sorry if you're a cat lover, but if you open up the cat, look at the parts, count the teeth, see what's connected to what, there's no way on earth, for example, that you could reasonably come to the conclusion that a cat might purr when you stroke it. Clock parts might be intricate, but they interact in a predetermined and constrained way. They're machines. They don't have much scope for deviation. Cats, on the other hand, are organisms. They have a load of stuff going on. Lots of interactions between the various cat parts and lots of interactions between those parts and the cat's environment. Clocks are complicated systems. Cats are complex systems. At the beginning, I said I'd try to change the way you use the word complex. And here's the trick I mentioned. When you're talking about something you feel is complex, try replacing the word complex with the phrase a complex system. If you say something like, the market we are entering is complex, saying instead, the market we are entering is a complex system. That does work. Bingo. On the other hand, if you say, this book is complex, saying, this book is a complex system, that doesn't work because books generally aren't. Give it a go. Replace the word complex with a complex system and see what happens. Next, a crunch question. Why is complexity important? 
Complexity exists everywhere in the natural world, in the atmosphere, in the seas, in our brains, and crucially in organisations and in society. Organisations are subject to constraints like business processes and contracts of employment, and society is constrained by customs and the law and so on. Both are fundamentally complex systems. When we want to change an organisation or some aspect of society, we are changing a complex system. We are training a cat, not fixing a clock. And, mixing my metaphors, here be sea monsters. Trying to make change by simply changing constraints is going to be troublesome. Here's an example. Let's compare two projects. The 2012 Olympics and the UK government's Universal Credit project. If you aren't familiar with it, Universal Credit has been a long-running project to improve the UK's welfare system that started in about 2011. The London Olympics was a huge success. Universal Credit, not so much. For me, the Olympics was predominantly a clock-type challenge. There was a good deal of certainty about what events would happen, what stadiums would be needed, who would participate, and what the main challenges would be. And crucially, much was known. There were a lot of experts who'd done Olympics before available to share what they knew. Clearly, there was a huge amount of complicated scheduling and coordination needed to make it work, and there was much that could have gone wrong that didn't. But ultimately, it was the sort of problem that yields to analytic, programmatic approaches. It was analysed well, the programmes were run well and it worked. Universal credit was different. Its success rested on changing human behaviour, encouraging citizens to choose work over claiming benefit. And associated with this was substantial complicated IT needed to make it all work. Analysis was done, the system was designed and the technology built. But it didn't work very well. And not because it was being done badly, but because the approach was wrong. Universal credit was fundamentally a cat-type problem being treated in a clock way. I believe now that things have changed and progress has been made. So I'm not saying that we should be abandoning programmatic approaches for all change projects, but we should be ready to see where complexity is having an effect and respond appropriately. And this is the reason for the artwork for this podcast, a cat looking from behind the mechanism of a clock. Now, if you'll forgive the cheap pun, it's time to wind things up. And here's a quick three-point summary. Number one, complexity is a thing. Number two, Clocks are complicated and cats are complex. Number three, being able to spot the difference can save a lot of trouble. I haven't said much about what complexity is like or what to do about it. If things work out, this will emerge from the conversations in future episodes and you'll perhaps want to learn more about it for yourself. If you are interested, there are links in the notes with this episode. We're almost done, but here are two things before we finish. If you found what you heard useful, please do subscribe. I've got some hugely interesting folks lined up to interview in the next few months. And can I also give you the important job of spreading the word in case it might help someone else? Right now, before you forget, please message, email, tweet, Slack, or otherwise let your mates know about the clock and the cat. Thank you very much indeed. Hope you listen again. Bye-bye.